0: Welcome, my friends. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. It is Wednesday, July 13th. We are here live. It is time for another episode of Destination Health. We're going to open the phone lines right now. It is a health free for all. If you have a question, a comment, a topic, anything at all to do with health, Pick up the phone and dial right now. I promise you'll get through 855-950-3835. Pick up the phone and join me. We'll get to your calls here in just a little bit. Later on today, after we get through most of the questions, Lauren will join me for after hours with Kevin and Lauren. And then we will do a and a Live at HealthyTribe.com later today as well. Uh, I think I'm going to do a garden review. I think we're, it's due. I, I'm going to do one every month throughout the growing season. Uh, Lauren will be in the uh, chat room answering questions. Uh, give her a little break and get you an update on what's going on in the garden. I'm kind of excited about it. After a really, really slow start, things are really looking good. Really good. Um, I think I have some ideas why, but we can talk about that later. Um, calls are starting to come in, so dial, jump in, grab a line. Um, I woke up this morning with this weird craving for breakfast tacos. I don't know what that was all about. Uh, I'm going to talk about the economy for just a second, not because I want to talk about the economy or politics today, but I just kind of want to set up um where I'm going with this. So we've been talking about the economy for several years and we've thought that the next downturn, because there's always going to be a downturn, then things will get better, then there'll be a downturn. It's just how the economy works. We were kind of predicting that this one might be worse than many we've seen in the past. And 08 was pretty rough, but this could be worse. Almost all the signs are pointing in that direction. We can't even seem to wrap our heads around how bad things are, even the experts. Um, We've been watching inflation numbers because that's really one of the big issues right now is inflation, obviously. And everybody is hyper-focused on inflation, which is good. We need to be. We need to start doing some things about it, but everybody's hyper focused on it. And yet they missed the mark again on their prediction. They predicted that we would be at 8.8% inflation, uh, up from 86 last month, which was a new record. And they missed the mark. Even though we're hyper focused on this, and they know if they missed the mark, then the reaction is even worse, and yet they missed the mark. They predicted 8.8, it's actually 9.1. And without getting too deep into it, because this is a health show, um, when you look at w- the individual numbers that make up that inflationary number, there's a lot of evidence in the numbers that this isn't over, that we're not even peaking yet. We're setting records every month. We haven't peaked yet. It looks like this could be worse next month. So what do we do? And I've talked about this before. I'm going to keep talking about this because, and I'm not going to keep talking about the problems. I just want to remind you, they're there, they're not getting any better. We have supply chain shortages, we have food shortages, and those really look like they're going to get worse. We need to start paying attention to that. So what do we do? Well, you, you do everything you can do, the things you can control. I can't control inflation, but I could go pre-buy consumables, if everything's going up at 9%, the sooner I buy things, the more money I save. That's what I would be using your money for right now. It would be pre-buying consumables for your business as well. Most of the consumables we're talking about, you know, in our personal life are food. I did food, we consume food. The sooner you buy it, the less you're going to pay for it right now. That that is by far the best use of your money right now is to pre-buy consumables with this kind of inflation. I've also talked about that this is a good time to really work on that concept of sharpening the saw. Control the things you can control. And I'm I'm doing this right now, so I'll kind of give you an idea of, of what I'm working on, um, and it may give you some ideas. So still working on improving the diet, and I don't have much room left to improve there. That That's really good news for me. I mean, my food supply is about as clean as it's possibly going to get. I almost never eat out anymore. Um just because when you eat out, you can't control the food quality the way you can when you prepare all your own food. And I'm really there. I very seldom ever eat out anymore. Uh, not buying conventional meat really anywhere anymore. So, and I'm also finalizing, and I don't know when I'll actually get to maybe writing this up um but I'm really kind of putting the wraps on the fermented carnivore. And, and I'm convinced that that is probably the healthiest way we could eat. Everybody's a little different, but uh, the more I look at it, the more evidence I see, the more I test myself. Fermented carnivore is a really, really good way to eat in a lot of ways. Um, I may talk about that a little more. But then the other thing I'm working on, What what's the next step in health then? Let's say you actually did get your diet down, you know, as close as you can get it to what you would consider perfect. Then what's next? Well, then the, the physical aspects of our body and the best way to address that is the stress protocol. And I'm going to come back to that. One of the things with inflation, one thing pre-buy, consumables. The other thing we know is going to start happening with food, and this is scary. Um, people's diets in general are going to get worse because the food that's really getting expensive is all the food we should be eating. Uh, meat, eggs, dairy. I saw a couple things that actually got cheaper when they did that whole thing about um, what is your July 4th meal going to cost this year? The meal itself was way up. Um, It was up considerably. But they did mention a couple of things that were cheaper. Three things. One of them, not so bad, strawberries. Berries are good for us, fairly low in sugar. Um, Berries are a big part of uh, fermented carnivore, by the way. So that was kind of good news. The other two, though the other two foods that were actually cheaper this year. Even though we have crazy high inflation, some things are cheaper. Uh, American cheese, which really isn't food, and potato chips. One of the things we know is when people need to cut their budget, when they need to cut their spending, uh, food is one of the first places they'll look. And the cheaper the food is, the worse it is for you. You you can almost draw a straight line to that one. Um, Cheap, cheap food is what our industrial um, food model is putting out. And you're going to see people's health deteriorate even more. But that's in your control. Yeah, I get it. Things are getting expensive. Everything is getting expensive. But going to the doctor and being sick is really expensive. So you got to decide. You might have to sacrifice someplace else, but I would not sacrifice on food. In fact, I would be doing the opposite. I would be improving your food supply during this. Working on health is one of those things we call a keystone habit it's so critical to everything you do in life that when you improve your health, everything else will get better. And this is the time. We are heading for some tough times. You want to be physically healthy. You want to be mentally strong. This is the way to do it. Focus on your health. So for me, my next step really isn't diet. Um, I don't like to do a lot of supplements. I I am taking some daily supplements right now, some, some additional stuff. But really, the area for me to continue working on, my next step is really more around, specifically for me, sleep. That, that's still the one thing I struggle with. And I also want to make sure that I continue to stay and get physically stronger. You know, as we age, you know, I don't want to be the 80-year-old that is in a nursing home and needs to be taken care of. I just don't see that as much of a life. I want to be, you know, strong and vibrant till I fall over dead from whatever, getting hit by a bus, a brain aneurysm. I don't know. I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be weak. I don't want to be frail. And unfortunately, that's what happens to almost everybody in this country anymore. And and it doesn't have to be that way. The human body has the ability, and I don't even care how much you've abused it or how old you are. You can always make improvements. The single most important thing you can do as you age for your health is to stay strong. resistance training of some sort is the best thing you can do better than cardio and when we do resistance training correctly we get cardio benefits anyway now if you want to go run swim ride your bike long distances do cardio go do it it's not gonna hurt anything well you can overdo it most people won't so but if you're only going to do one thing in this area make it resistance training And the really good news about this is that there is no excuse not to do this anymore. You know, and I used to think I had to work out in the gym for an hour to get a benefit. Well, I don't always have an hour. An hour, you know, on a busy workday is, uh, you know, quite a commitment. And working out for an hour is hard. The good news is we don't have to work out for an hour. We don't have to work out for 45 minutes. We don't have to work out for a half hour. Really, you don't even have to work out for 15 minutes. We can do this in 10. 10 really intense minutes with the X3 bar is incredible, the results you get. And if you do 10 minutes... I'm going to test something here soon. I, well, I actually, am, I just started it. I am going to do, th- <laughs> I, boy, I hope I can stick to this commitment. Uh, maybe this is what I need, a challenge like this to, to make me stick to it. Because uh, I've admitted, I developed this protocol. It's absolutely fantastic. It works. Every single number I measure about health gets better when I do the protocol. Now, my original idea was to do the protocol three or four times a week, and and that's enough. But I'm wondering, and especially on the X3 part of this, where would we begin to overtrain or would we? That's the whole problem with working out for an hour or more. You actually end up overtraining, and you you start to lose the benefits. You're putting in more time, getting less benefit. So the idea behind the X3 bar is we maximize the efficiency. How can you build muscle in the shortest amount of time? And the X3 bar absolutely does that. That's the beauty of this. So now I'm thinking, look, if this only takes 10 minutes, what would happen if I did it every day, seven days a week, just ten minutes? Would I overtrain? That's the that's the fear. And if I wouldn't overtrain, then doing it every day would create even more benefits. Now, one possibility I may look at. The part of how I used to work out when I owned the gym, there was one part of it that was really good. I developed three different workouts. And it was push, pull, and um, core and legs. So core, um, stomach, abdomens, lower back, obliques, everything around your midsection and legs, that's one day. Push is one day, pulls one day. Now with three workouts, I can work out every day and not overtrain because I'm giving each muscle group over 72 hours of recovery between workouts. So I'm thinking through some of this stuff in my head because I'm just working on this idea myself. So I may do that. I may change up my X3 routine a little bit and create three workouts. Now I would still go with four exercises every day. So I'm gonna have to develop and add a couple new exercises here on push and pull and then have the leg and uh, core day. And I'm gonna see what happens doing a 30 days straight, no breaks. Uh, maybe you could join me in that challenge if you want. I'm also working on um, tweaking the entire protocol. So I've talked about the protocol a lot. We haven't really written it up anywhere yet. And I'm kind of glad I didn't because um, um, as I go back and look at it now, I've got some other ideas. Nothing major is going to change because the four parts of the protocol really, really work. What I'm looking at now to tweak is to how can I make it more efficient and how can I make it easier to do this? And I'm also looking at what is the minimum amount of time or effort I need to put in to get a benefit back out. And that's really how the whole X3 bar was developed. What is the shortest amount of effort you can put into building muscle and get good results? And it was pretty incredible. He got it down to 10 minutes. That, that's really incredible. So I started looking at the other parts of the protocol, and now I'm testing them to see where, where does the benefit kick in? You know, we, they used to tell us it, there's no point in doing cardio unless you do at least 20 minutes of cardio. That's when the benefits start. You know, we we talk about the the Wim Hof cold exposure. You, You get the maximum benefits in about four minutes of cold exposure. Going longer still has some benefits, but they start to diminish. The reason it's really important to know this is because most people would probably say the reason they're not doing all these things, they don't have enough time. We're all busy. We have a lot to do. So anytime we can shorten the amount of time required, I think we can get more people to do it. I know I'll do it more. Um, You know, I, there, there was no way you could have convinced me before I read the book and actually did see kind of the science and the results. There's no way you could have convinced me that 10 minutes uh, of working out was enough. It it seemed to me like that would be a total waste of time. And yet it's the exact opposite. It's one of the most efficient workouts I've ever done. One of the most effective workouts I've ever done. So now I'm looking at the rest of the protocol. What's the minimum? So let's start with breathing. What's the minimum amount of Wim Hof breathing I could do and get a benefit? The beauty here is one round. That's all you have to do to get a benefit. You can even feel it. I mean, you'll feel, I feel some mental clarity. I feel some stress reduction with just one round. Now, normally we kind of consider a session four rounds. And then I have, you know, we call it, kind of call it a super session. It's eight rounds. Clearly, the more you do, the more benefit there is. But this is something that you can do anywhere. You don't need any equipment and just doing one round has benefits. So, you know, think about your day in the truck. Um, How many times do you back up to a dock and know you've got, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes or wherever you you might be sitting and waiting in line to get fuel? There's no reason not to do a round of breathing. Get into the habit of when you have just a couple minutes of downtime. Do a round or two. There's a benefit every single time you do it. So that's one way we can get more of the benefit, more Wim Hof breathing. And once we realize we don't have to sit down, get all formal about it and do four rounds every time you can be sitting in the driver's seat and do one round of Wim Hof breathing and get a benefit from it. So we should be thinking about that throughout the day. You know, and when we look historically, why does this, why does this help us? Why is there a benefit here? Well, we used to breathe deeply more often because we were much more physically active. That's really what we're simulating here. We're simulating that deep breathing that we used to do more of because we were more physically active and we were outside and we were doing things that caused us to breathe differently. Now, in today's world, we're so comfortable, we don't move much, uh, so that means we don't breathe right. We breathe very shallow. So, the Wim Hof breathing, the beauty of that, absolute benefits with very, very little time involved. The more you do, the more benefit you get. So, now you can pick and choose when do you want to do that. So, what about, um, we've already talked about the X3 bar. All you need there is 10 minutes and doing more of the X3 bar probably won't get you better results. Now, I am going to test some things and see if I can find those limits. Can I work out every day? Can I add a couple more exercises and not overtrain? That's the thing I'm going to watch for. So we've got the X3 bar, we've got the breathing. What's next? What about the uh, infrared uh, sauna, the far infrared sauna? I've been doing a lot of work on this. In fact, I'm working with a company that produces um, infrared saunas in different form factors. So right now, the best solution for somebody in a truck is the sleeping bag form factor, like the My High that we sell in our store. That is still the best solution for in the truck. Although if you've got a little bit of room and you don't mind messing with a little bit more equipment, I have another option. And what I'm doing right now is working with this company and testing different things and talking to them about maybe having them produce uh, something specifically for us. So we would actually have the product, they would manufacture it for us. That's kind of what we're exploring right now. So I'm testing different form factors. So one of the issues with the sleeping bag, for me to get the full benefit of it, it really, I I can stay in it for an hour. And at at an hour, I can kind of feel I'm getting a lot of benefit, probably not much sense in staying any longer than that. And I'm not going to do it more than once a day. Um, So I started looking at, boy, that this is the one thing that really does take a lot of time. Now, it's not that big of a deal because I can read. I could listen to a book. I could actually get some work done during that time. So if I plan right, this hour isn't as critical as the other things because I can accomplish something during that time. But I would still really like to not have to be in there for an hour to get the full benefit. Now, the minimum on that blanket, probably a half hour. I don't think you're going to get much benefit out of the blanket from doing less than a half hour. Can't hurt, but I think a half hour uh, is minimum. Now, when I started looking at the technology itself, it's all about the strength of the lights. So you either can have stronger lights or you stay in longer to get the benefit. In the sleeping bag form factor that we're using, the one we have is about as powerful as you can make it today. But there are other form factors out there. One of them I'm looking at that may work in the truck, absolutely works at home and I love it. Uh, It is similar, you do lay down flat, but instead of a sleeping bag kind of format, you have a little tunnel uh, and it collapses down so it's fairly easy to store, doesn't take up a lot of space, but you lay down a reflective blanket, then you put this reflective tunnel over that and then there's actually the IR generator that sits down at the bottom of that tunnel. So now you're inside this tunnel. There's nothing really touching you the way there is in the, um, in the bag. With this form factor, the lights are much more powerful. I start getting a benefit almost immediately. I mean, you can feel as soon as you turn this thing on. Um, it gets hot much faster i start sweating much sooner and i can get a benefit out of this one in about 15 minutes in fact doing i don't think i could do more than 30 in this i've done 30 minutes that's probably the maximum benefit but you actually get a benefit in 15 minutes that's pretty significant there's another one i'm testing that probably just would not be practical in the truck at all Um, it's more like a kind of a tent almost and you put a chair inside of it and you sit in there and actually your head sticks out of it, but you're in this little tent like thing. Um, That one works really well too. Now with this form factor, I'm testing a couple other ideas. So when it comes to this light therapy we have lots of different wavelengths we are primarily focused on far infrared that's what the blanket is far infrared and there are clearly benefits detox all kinds of things but there's also mid infrared with different benefits near infrared with different benefits to different parts of our body and then just red light spectrum that's not infrared just red light on the spectrum that also has other benefits so I got thinking could I combine these could we first, and with the ultimate thought of could we build a device that combines these I'm combining them myself now So I'm using one of these two form factors, and I'm really going to focus on the tunnel because I think if somebody wanted to, this is one we could use in the truck. So with the tunnel, I also have a, a light bar. So the tunnel itself is far infrared. I have a light bar that is near infrared, mid-infrared, and red light therapy, and it fits inside the tunnel. And the tunnel is all reflective. So I've been combining the two. And again, I'm working with the company. We're doing some research. Would there be any downside to doing it this way? And is it possible to build a device that could do both in one shot? Now, it's going to be fairly expensive to get the right Strength of lights and all that, you know, we're talking probably a device that's going to be in the 1500 to $2,000 range. But uh, it's something I'm working on. The other thing I was working on, so if I've got this um, down to 15 minutes or, or and maximum at 30 minutes, I don't know why I didn't think about this before. Combining things really helps save time make the whole protocol more efficient. I don't know why I didn't think about doing the Wim Hof breathing while I'm in the blanket. Maybe I thought it would be too hard because you're so hot and you're already breathing hard. And, but I, I tried it yesterday. It felt fantastic. I did four rounds while I was in the, um, the infrared sauna with the high intensity. So I, I was sweating, I was hot, but it felt really good. So yesterday I was able to knock out the entire protocol in under an hour about 45 minutes so uh, 15 minutes of the breathing while i was in the infrared sauna So that knocks out two things in 15 minutes. Then I get right out. I'm really hot and sweaty. I actually like working out like that. Your muscles are nice and loose and limber. Um, I felt energized from the breathing and I knocked out a really good workout. 10 minutes, let's call it 15. By the time I finished everything, we're at 30 minutes now. And all I really have left is my shower. So, you know, we have to shower anyway. The Adding three or four minutes at the end for a cold shower doesn't really matter much. So I'm, I've got this protocol down to, you know, about 30 minutes plus a shower now. So that means I'm more likely to do it more often. So I'm going to keep working on that. I had a whole bunch of other stuff I was going to talk about, but I really went long on this. So I'm going to get into the calls. Phone lines are starting to light up. Jump in and join us. Let's get started in South Carolina today. Terrence, welcome to the program.
1: How's it going, Kevin? Good. Uh, Quick thing I want to say, you got to give a shout out to the drive team. I got a... Water from you guys, and I never was. it was late. It was weird. And hey, long story short, uh, UPS must have broke something, and um, they straightened it all out. But uh, Morgan and uh, Angie did a great job. So excellent. you know what you got there. It's fun to make sure that they you're they're aware of it. You know,
0: excellent. Thank Easy you. Easy to
1: work. But <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, so I took yesterday off. I had to go for my uh, physical. Now last year I went for my physical. And I only got a uh, one-year card because they said I had high blood pressure. So right after that, I started, you know, looking for something, and then the Cardio Miracle came out. So I started doing that. I went in yesterday, and my blood pressure was down, obviously, and I got my two-year card. So Congratulations. Anybody with that, yeah. That's and awesome. like I said, you know, it, it, again, I'm eating, you know, clean, so you can't just say, you know, eat the American diet. Yeah, right. and I think you're going to do to work, right. but if you're eating keto and eat clean, I mean, I, and again, I, you know, there's days where I'll have a beer or two, you know, stuff like that, that comes off of it, but you know, it does work. And like I said, for just the other, added benefits to it, it's amazing, so. Excellent. I want everyone to know that it works.
0: Great feedback, I love that.
1: And here's another thing too, though, which is really scary. So Sunday, I, I, I'm having some landscaping done, and I had to move something myself, and I stepped
0: on some fire ants, so I got bit by about 10, 15 times. Just uh, you so know. No, I'm worried. I'm going, if, if people have never experienced being bitten by fire ants, oh, oh, they're so tiny. Here's <laughs> here's the other crazy thing. Yeah. It's, how how do they all get on you before they ever bite, and you don't know they're even there? Yeah. And then they must have some sort so, of a I'm signal. Worried. They they wait until they're all in place, yeah. and then they must have a signal, and it's like, bite. And they all bite at the same time. And you look down, and you're like, yeah. where did they come from? Problem,
1: you know. Yeah. So I was worried because I thought that, you know, I mean, that's kind of like a venom. I, oh, I yeah. you're you, 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 you obviously aware of it. And now, I, I mean, I could feel myself. So I, you know, I went to the house. I drank some water. I washed it off and everything. Doesn't matter. It's I'm worried that this is going to raise my blood pressure before I come into oh, Yeah, because you know I, mean? I mean, it's that's it's, right. Your body is, you know, and, and you know what? I'm, I'm now obviously so it's a Monday all day. I'm saying shit. You know, I'm not going to get my car, <laughs> my 2 car, blah, blah, I I was worried. Right. And then I said, you know what? I went before I went in. I did like a round of uh, Wim off breathing. I calmed myself down. I went and sat down, and boom, that was over, and I came out, I got my T-card, so. Excellent. So, two things helped actually, but um, but I'm still, uh, the, 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 the ant bites are killing me, but you know, oh. uh, again, keep <laughs> me clean and healthy, you know what I mean? It's, it's, and on top of that, I still, like I came off of COVID two weeks ago. Uh,
0: that's so, right. So like,
1: the like the, the, the three things. That, yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Hey, uh, you know, oh, you I, a miracle,
1: baby. Try, try
0: a little uh, apple cider vinegar on the end bites.
1: Well, you know, really, I didn't think of that, but what I've been doing is when I, when you were talking the other day about that guy that was didn't like the flavor of the um, apple cider, I mean, the, uh, the Garnier Miracle, I started doing that in mine. The, uh, the apple cider. And, what, and you know what it does to me? It enhanced the flavor. It made yeah. it through to you to me. That's what I got out
0: of it. Yeah, it's it's really good like with that. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just a shot of apple so cider and vinegar in there is good. Yep. yep.
1: I'll try that when I get home with the apple cider. I've heard my grandmother used to put vinegar on, uh, on uh, poison ivy. I mean, all yeah. the old, you know, the old wild yep. sales.
0: It, it works.
1: I'm going to have to try the apple cider vinegar on. Yeah. Okay. Nope. good. Thanks, All That's right.
0: Thanks for the feedback. Love it. Let's uh let's go to Missouri. Johnny, welcome to the program. How you doing, Kevin? Good. What's on your mind today?
2: Hey, I started your N D K coffee. Um, I'm putting a half a cup of that collagen and three drops of the B supplement a cup? and then
0: yeah, is, is that is that is that what I'm supposed to be doing? Well, there's no supposed to be. We do whatever we want. There's lots of things we can add okay. to it, but a half a cup of collagen sounds like a lot.
2: Okay, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just asking because I mean, I'm just, I'm thinking about going. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting the coffee, the- so I just started Saturday. So,
0: well, isn't there a scoop in the collagen?
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you I'm mean, using a half of one of them. I'm using a half. Uh,
0: okay. See, when you say cup, that's actually a measurement oh, in wow, cooking. Wow, wow. Oh, so no, no. One of them. A scoop. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, now, uh, yeah. Yeah. Half a, a scoop. Okay. A half a, a scoop. Yeah. A cup in cooking is eight ounces. So a half a cup is four ounces. That's a lot of collagen. I'm like, oh, man, what are you making <laughs> sorry, there? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Um, half a scoop. That's perfect. Yes. Yes. Keep doing that.
2: Okay. Um, I'm doing one cap of the uh, letter, the um, light balance. Perfect. And and I'm doing two tablespoons of butter.
0: Okay. Any coconut oil?
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. The and the brain octane. Yeah, I'm doing a. Uh, okay. I'm I'm, right. I'm doing three tablespoons. Well, I, I started off with one on Saturday, two on Sunday, and then in a tablespoon on Monday, and so far so good. I just want to know, am I doing it right, or am I yeah. need to cut back, or do I going to add something else?
0: Uh, no, nope, you're, you're doing good. Um, you know, you can add things that you like the taste of. I like cinnamon. Sometimes I put vanilla in mine, a little bit, a couple drops of vanilla, good vanilla extract. But, no, you're, you're doing fantastic. Just keep doing it.
2: Okay, now my question is I love coffee, and I've been drinking more coffee, so I would do everything on the first cup, And I would just on the second cup or the third cup, I would just add the butter and the, uh, the uh, light balance and some cinnamon.
0: Is that okay also? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You don't, you don't want to keep doing the D drops. You don't have to do the collagen every time you can cut back on that second cup.
2: Okay. 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 That's what I'm just trying to find out. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I did today. So I'm just double checking, make sure I'm, I'm good to go. So. Yep.
0: Yep. You've got it.
2: Um, How long will I know? I I mean, how, I mean, right now I'm still, I still feel, I mean, I'm, I don't, right now I'm still not fit on the, how long does it take to kick in for all that, uh, to tap my, my, to
0: suppress my appetite? You know, everybody's probably different when it comes to this. I can tell you for me, it's instant. I mean, I get the benefits of my ND coffee virtually immediately. I mean, I, I, and the caffeine certainly helps in the morning. The caffeine kicks in pretty quickly. Then the brain octane kicks in because it doesn't take our body long to process the brain octane. Um, And then the fat kicks in and it's kind of the fat that kills our appetite. So, I mean, I get all the benefits of NDK coffee before I'm even done with the cup. Okay.
2: Hmm. I don't know if that maybe my digestion system's not working right. I'm am just curious. I'm just trying to think. So
0: yeah, if if you are consuming four tablespoons of fat and you're still hungry, um, well, first off, go eat. There's no exception okay. to the rule I talk about when you are eating clean, some sort of clean paleo-based diet. There's no exception to this rule. If you're hungry, eat. If you're not, don't. Okay. So, if for whatever reason, well, if that right. fat isn't satisfying your appetite and you're still hungry, my answer is well, then go eat something. Go have a breakfast taco. Okay,
2: okay, okay. That's what I'm just trying to find out. Like I said, I mean, sometimes it does, sometimes it does. not I'm just, I'm, you know, that's so why I'm just, I'm
0: just curious. So, yeah, no, it, it there are okay, days then. where where I finish my first cup and within 20 minutes I'm starving. That happens occasionally, and sometimes I'll have a second okay. cup. The second cup will almost always kill my appetite, no matter what's going on. Most days, one cup will do it for a couple hours, but it, there are times where, like I say, I finish one and I'm hungry. The other day, I actually had two, and not long after the second one, I was hungry, so I ate. That's what I do when I'm hungry. I eat. Okay. Is there
2: is there a... Is there a time limit between if I, because I usually do like about two three o'clock in the morning, I I do a cup. Is there a certain window on how many, I mean, between the first cup and the second cup? Uh,
0: For me, when I'm having a second cup, the time between the first and the second cup is only how long it takes me to make the second cup.
2: (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I'm trying to try to push out like two, three hours
0: and then maybe do a you, second can. cup. yeah. You know, Here's the okay. thing. Become your own biohacker. Certainly call and ask all these questions and I'll give you my experience and my advice. But one of the best things we can do with all this stuff is just try stuff. See what works for you. Yeah, okay. there's that. if you can drink a cup, and, and especially if we're trying to fast or to eat less right now, then you could have a cup, wait a couple hours when you feel your hunger start to kick in, have another cup. See what happens.
2: Okay. All right. Sounded good. Thank you, sir.
0: All right. You're welcome. Now, at some point, we don't want to keep suppressing the appetite with just fat that's way down the road. I mean, really, um, having two cups of NDK coffee and cutting back on what you're eating is not a bad thing. Let's, uh, let's go to Missouri. Jeremy, welcome to the program.
3: Hey, thanks for being awesome, Kevin. You're Um, welcome.
0: What's on your mind today?
3: Yeah, I could, Oh, that last caller, uh, I got an idea. Maybe, uh, he um, starts his day with bone broth and even add the fat to that. And then he can have the coffee, you know, a few hours down the road or vice versa.
0: That's another good idea. Uh, bone, bone broth with all the fat yeah. and stuff in it is really good too.
3: Yeah. So um, I was just uh, listening. So um, yeah, I could definitely do more of the breathing. Um, I try to, when I remember I could try to do it before I get out of the bunk, you know, and I know Tammy's a lot better than it than I am. Um, but, uh, I want to take that, you know, you, I think you have a great idea about, uh, adding legs to the X three bar, you know, uh, what gives us three workouts a, a week. Cause I, I'm only averaging like two or three days a week. And, uh, heck, I'd like to, uh, maybe, increase it too, if it doesn't cause me any, uh, you know, if I'm not overtraining.
0: Well, and that's kind of why I got thinking about this because, you know, I've said, I keep struggling with this whole routine. I'll do it for a couple of weeks, then things get in the way and I traveled and then I stopped. And then I, have a, and what I realized um, is that when I'm working out two or three times a week, sometimes it's, you know, you have a day or two off and then it's hard to get back into it again. And I think sometimes it's easier for me if I'm working yeah. out six days a week or maybe even seven. One day off is kind of nice. But that, that six-day yeah. workout routine, which I used to do when I owned the gym, was really nice. So Monday was push. Tuesday was pull. Wednesday was core and legs. So then you just repeat it. Right. You know, then you have three more days, push, pull, legs, and then a day off. And it makes for a really nice week. And you don't get those breaks where it's hard to get back into it. And under this routine, there there should be no reason we'd be overtraining. We're giving each muscle group plenty of time to rest in between workouts. Yeah,
3: exactly. And uh, I started thinking, uh, you know, legs, am I... Am I uh, you know, getting enough. I know when I do my deadlifts, I'm getting the back of my leg kind of, and then when we squat, we get the front. So, but maybe we even with legs, we could add one legged stuff to it, Correct. you know, as, right. and maybe do a little bit longer of a, yeah, of a leg workout. And, uh, and sometimes I'll even like when we switch, sometimes I'll do that work. You know, that, that's probably when I'll be able to do my extra workouts. And then, uh, you know, switching up exercises might help not might, uh, seem fun too. Like I'll just throw my, the white band around that, um, our mirror side mirror and kind of do pull down uh, or push downs, you know, tricep push down. Right. You know, I I know it's not using the plate and all that, but you know, just trying to, you know, break it up maybe, you know, and, uh, absolutely.
0: Anytime. Mm -hmm. And you know, In the beginning, I don't want people to get too weird. Don't get all crazy about, am I doing this right? Right, The the initial workout that we put out, the workout on the watch, the workout that comes with the X3 bar itself, it's fantastic. Stick to it. At some point down the road. If you say, boy, this is really working great. I feel fantastic. Well, then maybe decide somewhere down the road you want to go to the three-day workout, add a couple new movements in. But anytime you can kind of shift up your movements over time, you know, the the tricep push down, the one that they show on the, the uh, workout itself, uh, it's a great tricep exercise. I also found, though, that I really like to set up like I'm going to do a uh, military press and do tricep extensions behind right. my head standing up. So, yeah, it yeah. every time you mix it up like that, you hit the muscle from a slightly different angle um, and you start right. to build that muscle differently. You know, the one thing I will say, um, have you ever seen um, Dr. Jaquish, the guy who developed the X3 bar and wrote the book? Yeah. I, yeah, you know, I, I used to be very involved in bodybuilding. I I didn't really compete myself, but I trained some other people. My partner was when I owned the gym was one of the top bodybuilders in the country. Right. So I've been around that a lot. When you look at him, he's got unusual musculature, and I I think it's because. <laughs> He he does a really really limited number of movements with that bar, which is good. That's how he got it down to ten minutes. But when I look at him, he's yeah. built muscles in ways most bodybuilders don't.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, he's pretty thick and but I mean and and uh, big guy. Yeah, big guy.
0: Yeah. You know, the, the people that spend two hours a day in the gym, um, they're hitting muscles from every different angle. They are doing, you know, multiple workouts on the same muscle to hit it in different ways. And I can see the difference in what the X three bar has done for him.
3: Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, so yeah, thanks for that idea. I'm going to try it too. Um, increase, increase my uh, workout. Yeah. And, uh, um, now, Oh, I thought of a question while I was, I was on hold. Um, if, if being outside, is that, you know, is that, um, efficient, uh, sufficient enough for, uh, to not have to necessarily do the, um, the, the blanket, you know, the, uh, infrared blanket. Well, I know if, we don't get out and no, we're not living out here, but outside for sure, you know, being but I mean, like if we're off home or. I,
0: usually not. I'm outside. He, here's yeah, okay. the thing. Let's okay. think about this. The, the, the biggest benefit from far infrared, which is the the blanket is far infrared, <laughs> is that it penetrates deep down into the tissue and you sweat almost from the inside out. And it's, it's one of our best forms of detox. Well, you can sit out in the sun and unless it's 100 degrees plus, you're not going to get that kind of penetration and sweating. Okay. Like, yeah.
3: I mean, now so, in the summer, it, yeah, and I'm working out out there with that shirt off and all that. But now, it's not it, still the same. It, okay.
0: that, that would be close if you're actually out there in what we call solar noon because that matters. If nope. you do this early in okay. the morning, you're getting totally different rays. If you do it late in the evening, you're getting different rays. We, we want that. That okay. benefit would, would come when we're closest to solar noon, which is different in every area. That's why we call it solar noon. It's not noon on the clock. You go look up. If you just type into a search bar, type in solar noon and the zip code you're in it will tell you and solar noon okay. in that location might be at like one twenty in the afternoon or it might be 1130. Right. So gotcha. if you were working out intense workout in the sun during solar noon and you were sweating a lot, yeah, then you're probably getting the same benefit.
3: Okay. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, Oh, I am, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a, can't wait to get home and start barbecuing. Uh, can we talk oh, about yeah. that? Of course,
0: we can. We can always talk about food.
3: <laughs> All right. Um, so, and, and I'm, I'm I'm trying to inspire you to cook a brisket when there, if, if you haven't in a while, but uh, you know, for the bark as far as the pellet smokers, I heard that um, almond almond um, pellets create a good bark, and then of course if you can mix it with like a uh, an oak. There, there's a company called with a K, Naughty Wood, that makes that almond. Um, oh, really? Almond pellets. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. try that. And uh, yeah, and if you mix it with maybe, I mean, I, I've gotten those Bear Mountain pellets, and and I got the post oak, and I loved that. It was good, you know. And uh, and, and uh, but anyway, I wanted to, you know, you were talking about the stall and a brisket. Um, you know what I? I I don't know if you, you probably know about it, but I, I uh, use that fo- foil bolt method. But of course I put paper down on top of the foil. So I just kind of, I put foil down first, then I put the paper when it's time to wrap, you know, when I got about, when it's to like one, seven, 65, or whenever you think that stall is. Right. And you uh, put it down and then you, you, you fold out and make like a, a, a ring around your brisket, like a, like a, a pool, you know, like a boat. And, um, it kind of covers the thin edges too, from getting too crispy. And then it kind of, you put it back in there and you, you kind of, when the, the heat will still continue, the smoke will continue to still get on the brisket and the, the, the um, the fat will break down into the, the boat there and confit, confit itself kind of a little bit and kind of help Got it. Okay. sort of braise it Yeah. and it kind of raises the temperature up as well and keeps the bark. Interesting and it kind of helps push it through it. Yeah. It kind of helps push it through the stall. And then, you know, you could maybe not, uh, use the oven one time and try that out.
0: Yeah. Now have, have you tried the brisket from heritage foods?
3: Heritage food. Yeah. You know, I went and looked around the other day on the that site, but I, I haven't, uh, I haven't, um, pick, I see that it's in Texas. I see that pick, it's down yeah, from us, you know, pick,
0: about pick a special occasion. Cause there is sticker shock here. Um, pick a special occasion. Right. And especially since you know how to cook a good brisket, you will, yeah. you've never tasted anything like this. This is wow, hands, okay. like, I'm not even that great at cooking brisket. I I finally have a method now that I think is really good. Um, But I I will tell you that the brisket I make, and I'm not great at making brisket, is better than any brisket I've had anywhere. And it's not because of the way I cook it. It's because this cut of meat is so damn good.
3: Wow. Yeah, I'd like to compare it to what we get. in. in, in, it's, it's a farm, it's called... Burgundy's local, you know, and, uh, they're out in Texas too. uh, All grass fed, all grass finished. So I'm wondering, you know, I'd like to compare it. Um, but I was curious, you know, how the, the, I use, I'm using, you know, a wood burner now, an offset smoker, but I do have the, um, the, the pellet. Now when you do yours, the heat's coming from the bottom, whereas my smoker, the heat comes up and bounces down on the brisket so I can cook the fat side up. Right. Um, and that's the fat kind of drain through. Yeah. So when when you do the pellet, do you put your fat on the bottom to kind of protect the meat? No. No. You know, because from that heat? I, no. Okay. okay. Because on
0: the, the Traeger, um, one, I have three racks, so I put it up at the very top. So I'm a long way away from the heat source. I'm not worried about it burning at oh. all. Um, and the the Traeger has the, the shield there. So you don't really get yeah, much direct heat. Um, from the bottom. So when okay. I put the meat up on that top shelf, you, you just get good circulating air at that temperature without any real hot spots.
3: Oh, okay. Cause I, I was going to say maybe cook with the fat side down for that first, nah. you know, up nah, to bring I, the temperature up and then flip it around when you do the foil boat. Maybe. Nah, yeah. You know, I, I
0: I, I'd like to leave fat side okay. up and let it all drip down through the, the yeah. Meat and yeah, you, you got to go try the one from heritage foods and then call me back. Okay, okay. I will. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm going to do that. Just make just sure you ca- just make sure you call the bank first to get your loan arranged. <laughs> yeah.
3: Now, is it the is it the is it the Wagyu the yeah. Wagyu one? Yeah, yeah it's no, the Wagyu. Just, it is. It, yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Wagyu. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's incredible. It melts. All right. It melts. Wow. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And then. Uh, I've seen uh, some people cooking even using uh, even the pork butt and cooking it brisket style. So they can slice it and
0: and the pork belly too, kind of just leaving it yeah. and and slicing it like a brisket. Pork belly, I like like that. Pork shoulder, I don't. I I'm not okay. I, you know if I'm gonna if I yeah. want if I want pork like that, I'm gonna do. And again, I'll go back to Heritage Foods. They have double bone pork chops that are like three inches thick if I want sliced pork like a steak that's what I'm gonna cook if I'm doing shoulder you know I I want it pulled yeah all right I'll I'll check it out there you go I'll check it out And, and all right thanks a lot all right thanks for the call we can always talk about food let's um let's go to Pennsylvania Zena, welcome to the program.
4: Hi. hi. Thank you for taking my call.
0: What's on your mind today? Um,
4: this time I'm calling about my mom. Um, she's had uh, dementia for 15 years, um, and she's been living on her own until this past weekend when she started getting a lot worse. Okay. Uh, you know, real tired and stuff like that. And she had gotten stung by a bee, and she was allergic. She got stung like a couple weeks ago and then one week ago she went to the ER they said you know it was allergic reaction to stings and stuff and she, she wasn't getting any better and uh, so they we took her to her doctor again and uh, they diagnosed her with Lyme now um, she has been mostly eating the standard American diet except for when she eats with us and we eat the NDK um, so I'm trying to figure out what I can do to help her recover th- from this because she's just she's really tired her she, her joints ache, her chest hurts, you know, she even had that glucose in her urine, which is really bad. So, um, she's living with us now, so I can totally control her diet. Cause I oh, did good. try to get her to eat NTK good. before, but she just, but she, but she wasted food and she didn't want to eat it. Well, she doesn't complain when she eats at our place, so. <laughs> yeah, it, So that, it kind of forced the
0: issue, but. That's the best thing that could happen here. I mean, that, that's also, you know, it ha- how it happened with my mother-in-law. We brought her out here to live with us. And she loved the food. I mean, she was in, she's a foodie and she's eaten the standard American diet her whole life. Um, but I love to cook. Mm-hmm. And, and when she was here, I made lunch every day a big deal. I get off the air, you know, it's my time to kind of wind down and relax. And I had somebody to cook for and she loves seafood. I love seafood. So Mm -hmm. I had a ball with the food and her health outcomes. She was 80 some years old with COPD, diabetes, all all the typical stuff 80 year olds have today. Um, But the results were incredible. We basically eliminated her diabetes in her 80s. We eliminated it. She had had it for decades. Um, Everything started to improve. Now, unfortunately, a disease like COPD, which is what she was fighting, so much damage has been done over the years that that you just can't reverse it all. But it was still incredible to watch how that change in diet uh, changed her so much so it's fantastic that you have her there at the house and and you're cooking for her and she likes the food that's really yeah. I, I i can almost guarantee that we could get anybody to eat this way if we prepared the food for them that's really the stumbling okay. block for a lot of people on this is they don't know how to cook this food they're you know that's why i tell people if you're going to pick up a new hobby You know, right now I talk about sharpening the saw and make it around food, you know, become a foodie because it's so much better for our health when the, the, the biggest reason I see people cheat is just pure convenience. Mm-hmm. They don't have the time. They right. don't know how to make something, so they just grab whatever because they're hungry. So the good news here is you've got her in the best situation possible with you preparing the food for. Her. the The next good news is that um, ketones are really good for the brain. There is a ton of evidence that. You know, when your body is producing ketones, all of these um, conditions, Alzheimer's, dementia, you know, they all improve. Now, at this age, are we going to turn her around and, you know, make her a picture of health? Probably not. But I think you're going to see a lot of improvements if she's eating this way.
4: Okay. Now, is there um, any supplements I could give her to get? Uh, over the line quicker. Cause all she wants to do is she pretty much just wants to sleep. You get her up to make sure she hydrates and eats and she's ready to lay down again. It really, really knocked her for a loop. And, and uh, she was pretty active before that. I mean, even with the dementia,
0: you know, energy wise, when I hear somebody suffering in the energy department, um, clearly a high fat ketogenic diet should help that some because fat is a much better source of energy, but occasionally our body okay. just isn't processing it right. And the one thing that seems to help a lot here is Cardio Miracle. So I would make that, probably a daily supplement for her that really helps with okay. our body in the energy department generating that. And, and there's a ton of other things in there that I think would be good for her as a daily supplement. Okay. Um, so it, okay. now beyond that, um, you could always have her do a NutriQ and we could do a discovery call and kind of really see what I'd be looking for is how is the Lyme affecting her? And that's what the NutriQ will tell mm-hmm. us. I mean, it, it will jump right out. You, okay. You've already identified one thing: energy levels, um, and I think the Cardio Miracle is going to help there. But with the NutriQ, we might see some okay. other things that the Lyme is causing, and we could address those.
4: Okay, um, I'm also giving her uh, your vitamin D K and the uh, B12 because um, uh, she tested before she tested low on that, so I am supplementing her with that and the. Uh,
0: Omega three because she doesn't like fish. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, which omega three supplement are you using? Well, I can't what I,
4: recall which one it was called.
0: Yeah you you might want to look at the yeah uh, you might want to look at the fish eggs from Ancestral. That's, that's the best omega-3 supplement on the market. Many of the other products, we get rancid oils, they, they're just not processed all that well. I, I like the idea okay. of just using the fish eggs for this. Okay,
4: sounds great. All right, well thank you so much.
0: You're welcome, thanks for the call. Be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey.